Previously on Libel the Bible. Yahweh hates the Israelites and commands them to remove all their ornaments. Joshua entered the tent of Yahweh and hasn't been seen since. Yahweh is so disgusted by the Israelites, he refuses to travel with them. Moses makes new tablets for the covenant. Yahweh proclaims himself to be slow to anger and full of love. But if you double cross him, he'll fuck you and your kids and their kids and their kids. Moses gets irradiated. Instructions for building the tabernacle are relayed once more. And now, the season two finale. Good evening, everybody. I'm Scott. I'm Rusty. This is Libel the Bible. What's up? What's going on, man? Uh, how was your week? Week's been super good. Uh, we're recording this on a Thursday. We usually record it on a Sunday, and then we release episodes about like nine or ten days after we record them. But this episode, we're actually going to release like on Tuesday, so that's like what four or five days away now, uh, right? From oh, Thursday right. to Tuesday, if my math is correct, somewhere between four and five days. Yeah, math's cool. So um, when people hear this on Tuesday morning, it'll be fairly topical. Like usually like they're listening to shit that happened, you know, that we comment on mm. that could have been like two weeks prior to when they listened to it. Mm. So uh, when you ask me how my week is going, fucking awesome because the Rangers are in the conference finals, baby. Man, I, you know, and they won game one last night of the conference finals. Three more wins until the Stanley Cup final was not expecting any of this. I'm playing with house money at this point. It's all awesome. Nice, nice. I'm glad that when I found out about it, because I could give a shit about you know yeah. most sports, but I'm glad you know I don't have to sit in a room with you being all mopey and cranky. You know, more than usual, I mean. You know. Well, after they beat the Penguins, that was all I wanted for this team, because mm. they're still they're the youngest team in the league. So all I wanted was that one win. Everything else is gravy. This is just amazing at this point. Like, what they're doing now is just awesome. Is it any coincidence that you like the youngest team in the league? <laughs> oh, no. I, <laughs> it's on purpose. I was scouring, like, the hockey encyclopedia. Yeah. So, um, what did I do this week? Oh, you didn't ask. That's right. I didn't ask. What? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got all that shit out of the way before we went on air, uh, so we wouldn't have to like oh, slog uh, yeah, through. Did, did I you, asked you, did you see uh, Maverick? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, but uh, I, you did hear that we went to a break room. Yes, you, know, you went you to know, a break room. You know, it's a room where you you put a helmet on and some. They hand you a, a, a sledgehammer and a lot of breakable shit, and you just go crazy. And I was like, it doesn't eh. sound too different from when you were a lineman. It's <laughs> <laughs> breaking a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, at first I was like, ah, I'm not really going to get into this. And then it was a lot of fun, man. Throwing bottles against the wall. What'd you break? And, uh, mostly computer equipment. Um, it was funny because uh, you get your, you get your s standard amount of stuff to break. I don't know what it, standard is. What's a standard amount? Like, a bunch like of, an office worth? Yeah. Li li lots of bottles, lots of printers, some All keyboards. Right. You had to pay extra if you wanted to like throw monitors. And, like, okay. <laughs> you, you get a literal sledgehammer. Yeah, sledgehammer, okay. a couple baseball but bats. But you don't use them on balls. the bottles, right? We did. You know, you I, did I, use we, them on bottles. We were pitching, we, you know, well, self-pitching self You're wearing regular and, clothing? 
Yeah, they give you like a like a like a smock, like kind of a. I'd be afraid of like shards flying into my shins, or you know, just exposed yeah. areas. Yeah, it's yeah, it's oh, it's terrifying. It's very scary. It's not for you, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm too neurotic for that. Yeah. Yeah, you need to stay home. I'm surprised you did. Where it's safe. I mean, the anger, yes. <laughs> like for the anger, I could see you definitely doing that. Yeah, so a couple of baseball bats, a couple of uh. Um, crowbars and, and some sledgehammers and, yeah. and some breakable shit. That's cool. What was crazy was also it was actually a bar also and you get like you know bar food afterwards. Um, they had a throwing You're range. You're gonna smash you smash bar food? No, you you eat the bar oh food, you eat the bar. But you were allowed to take your empty beer bottles and your cocktail glasses and go to the throwing range and just launch them against the wall. Bizarre, like gla- like regular glasses. I'm so, thinking that was that was kind of I mean, wasteful. This sounds like. What are we talking about? Like 150 bucks a person? You know, it was a gift. I don't even know. I didn't even that ask. sounds very expensive. And you got to think, I mean, except for the rent. I mean, it was in, it was in like Midtown Manhattan, you know, on Ninth Avenue, so it wasn't that bad. But it's, it's had to be an expensive place. But all the stuff you're wrecking, I'm sure they just go to recycling events and just pick all that crap up. Right. But like they're letting you throw I didn't understand your the dinnerware? The, the bottles I could understand because they just get broken down anyway to be recycled. Mm-hmm. But like the glasses seemed like overkill. Yeah. I mean, they probably get like really cheap glasses. Do yeah, they feel probably. cheap? Mm, they what were you drinking? I was, I, I was drinking some crappy drinks. I don't yeah. know. So well, it was nice. So would, we you rec- to- would you recommend? Yeah, I would. You know, they got they got they got this like cheesy wire that comes out of the wall. You plug your phone in so you can crank up your own music, and you know, you know, it's pretty cool. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would do it again. Right. You know, it was fun doing it once, but um. Oh, then we went over to that little island that they built in the east uh, in the in the Hudson River. You seen this thing? No. It's like they put all these concrete pillars. Where? In. Where in the Hudson? Um, uh, closer to downtown, say, closer no, no. to midtown. Like you don't have to tell me exactly I where. Pier Fib- I want to say in the teens, maybe. Okay, so that down by like Chelsea. Yeah, you know, it was above Chelsea, so maybe in the twenties, maybe the low twenties. Okay. And um, they be- basically poured the poured this concrete in the river. You know, DP doesn't know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like I think the island. island. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've been there. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool there. Hmm. Interesting. And then like like the steps, you can go up, right? Yeah. You can roll down the hill. Yeah. yeah it, was pretty, it, was, it was much bigger than I, I thought it was going to be. Huh. Nice bathrooms, too. I don't know about the bathrooms. Yeah, try and figure out where the hair dryer is. Not the there you dryer, go. The hand dryer. Uh, you were wondering what should we do with libel the Bible once we're finished the once we're finished discussing the Bible. We can do a podcast about New York City bathrooms. Like every week we can talk about bathrooms in New York. We can do that. I go to a lot of them. I believe you. Yeah. Between like your <laughs> chronic like alcoholism <laughs> and weak bladder, I would think you've seen them all by now. <laughs> I was about to argue when I'm literally <laughs> holding a bottle of wine in my head. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Now you're getting the four. Yeah. All right, so we got an end of an era we're going to talk about tonight, huh? What oh, we- I, I did want to mention one more thing. I was going to say when I said, uh, you know, how was our week? And I was going to say, oh, at least America didn't have a mass shooting in the, since the last time I spoke to you. But yeah, no, we're <laughs> silly me, I made back the mistake. to the repeat. I, made, made the, I put it on the news. Mistake. Nah. Whatever. It was just a hospital. It was only four people. Oh, we didn't even discuss the one in Texas with the school. Did we mention that last week? No, because that happened after we recorded. Oh, so this. Oh, that's great. Oh, right. Yeah, so it's just every day there's a mass shooting at this point. By the way, there was another shooting in a hospital in Oklahoma 
on the same day as when that guy killed the four people. But that didn't get reported because the guy killed the four people in oh. another hospital. Yeah, it probably. It's will. like you know, mass shootings don't really. Isn't that get weird that you have to like kind of pick and choose which mass shooting you yeah, want to you only, report right. on because yeah. you only have so much time. Well, you only have so much time because you have to report on Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> you know, like we got to cover that one too. <laughs> yeah. So what we should you know cover- what doesn't get reported on Scott? What Yahweh. Yahweh never gets reported on. He oh, gets talked about. I did see there was a big cross on the church that got shot up. Oh, was there? It a nice was. big cross. Yeah. Very nice. Maybe it wasn't big enough. Somebody was passing around a picture like in the atheist like world this week of like, it was just like a meme and Jesus is somewhere. And in the picture, Jesus is wearing a cross. And it's like, why would Jesus have worn a cross? You know what I mean? Like, you wear the cross because Jesus was crucified on a cross. Well, he knew Jesus coming. himself would not be wearing a cross. <laughs> you know, you can almost... Bl- you know, you know, like when they, um, I hate to talk like this, but you know when they talk about like women getting assaulted, like sexually assaulted or whatnot, yeah. it used to be like a thing. To be when like, well, they talk about women they, being sexually you know, they, assaulted. And they would say things like, well, what, what was she wearing? Like that oh, fucking yeah, matters. Right. So now I'm thinking, maybe there's something to that because maybe had Jesus not been wearing a cross, they wouldn't have had the idea to oh, crucify the, yeah. him on a cross. Right. The Romans were like, holy shit, you know, that's a really good idea. I bet you if we stretch out some guy's arms, we could nail him right to those boards. Does a cru- I mean, we shouldn't be talking about this because we don't know about who Jesus is yet and we don't know that he's going to die on a cross. But um, yeah, um, is a crucifixion just being nailed to something or is it specifically being nailed to a cross no the crucifixion was being nailed to those posts that became known as right, crosses right. later on i mean on. is that what a crucifixion is being nailed up in that kind of manner or, could, or is it just a, you know what i mean like could you get nailed to a wall could you get nailed to could you get tied up on railroad tracks oh i see well the crucifixion was on the post because it wasn't like they had a ladder and they climbed up, right? So, like, you were lying on the ground on this cross. They nailed you in while you were lying on the ground, and then they stood the cross up. Yeah. So, with a wall, they wouldn't really be able to do something like that, you know? Do you think when they nailed him to the cross when he was on the ground, he was like, ah, this can't get any worse. And then they hoisted it up, and he's like, oh, it's worse. <laughs> so, do you know why you die? When you get crucified, you don't die from bleeding out. Don't like the birds come and kill you? Like no. the buzzards come and get no, you? No, it's it's yeah, man, it's horrific. <laughs> you die because you're you're on the cross, so you're nailed, right? So they they're you're not nailed through your palms. Like all those pictures with right, Jesus right. nailed through the palms, you're nailed through the wrists. Because if you were nailed through the palms, Your hands would just rip, right? They'd rip. Yeah, you, you would rip through it. So because you're nailed through the wrists, you're like up there, but all your internal organs, gravity starts pulling them down. So while your body is nailed up on the cross, your internal organs are slowly like moving down, down, down. And so um, you wind up dying from like asphyxiation and exposure. Because, like, you're outside, you're exposed to the elements, and you basically run out of breath eventually because, like, your insides start to press. I don't know, like, the physiological, like, what's going on inside, but, like, you suffocate while you're, like, 
That's a that seems like a pretty humane way to get rid of somebody. Yeah. Which brings us to Exodus thirty-seven. <laughs> I'm getting, that's sure. A weird segue, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, talking about Jesus and then going back to Exodus. Honestly, I don't know um, what to talk about because I, I, I don't either. So, um, we've been at the mountain for quite some time. I got some questions though, some stuff. All right, all right. So, so um, basically, they start they start talking about making the Ark of the Covenant. That's well, the right. first one. Well, hold on. Let's just take it back real quickly. So. They're about, God has given them the command at this point to leave Sinai, um, get rid of all their ornaments, and like, let's move on. We're going to leave. And, right. That's what I meant to ask you, because this, this this first, you know, Exodus 37 goes through making the Ark of the Covenant. Yes. And that guy, Bezalel, yeah. who was given the skill, made the Ark. Then he also made the table for the bread of the presence. He made the lampstand. He made the altar of incense. Making the, he made the anointing oil and the incense. Yes. And um, but he had help from the perfumer, I believe. Okay. You know, somebody had to mix the chemicals or whatever. Okay. Honestly, I didn't take any notes. I just I highlighted all like the the sections that you just mentioned. That's what they would have I got a couple. Yeah, it's just him building like yeah. making the altar of burnt offerings, making the court of the tabernacle in excruciating detail. Mm-hmm. That's Exodus um, 38 now. Oh, right. You're oh, on wow. Exodus 38. Oh, they just flowed into another boring episode? Yeah. Um, all right. Then he goes into the materials of the tabernacle, which I do want to speak of. But when I was reading this, I was like, didn't we hear all this before? Didn't they actually not build any of this before? They just talked about it before? Yeah, and we talked about them talking about it before. And you had brought up the point that it's kind of like Ikea furniture. Right. So like, I remember that, but they didn't actually build it. So this is the first time it's actually getting built. This is being built now, yeah. Okay. That's fine. And then here's where I you, you always say this didn't happen. This this definitely happened. Okay. Because in Exodus 38, 21. Because. Entitled The Materials of the Tabernacle. Um, and by the way, the other guy, uh, Aholiab, while Be- Bezalel is the guy who's working in the wood shop in the metal factory and with the anvil and everything. I'm gonna pause you for a second. Okay. Eh, all right, go ahead, continue. We'll fix it and post that editing. I'm, I'm wondering, mic? like your mic. Oh. I don't know if it's positioned quite properly. No, that's even worse. <laughs> Lower it. Hold on, man. I'm gonna put it. Gonna, it's, yo, it's going right What are right you here. doing, man? I was doing just fine. So you like. Pick now it's all jammed up. <laughs> Scott doesn't know how to use his mic. All right. So materials of the tabernacle. Yeah, and uh, all right. So Be- Be- Bezalel is the guy who does all the the hard work. Then um, Oholiab is like the uh, the engraver, the designer, the embroiderer. He's like the less physical of the property brothers. Okay. Right. So um, so now there's almost a ledger here that all the gold from the offerings needed that were used in the construction equaled twenty nine talents. And 730 shekels. So I guess a talent is a form of currency. I don't know. Yeah. As measured by the sanctuary shekel. So okay. apparently they have a standardized kind of unit of measure now. Okay. Um, Why is it me- called the sanctuary shekel? Because like, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't really go into it. It's like okay. it's, it's like they start talking about it like you're supposed to know about it. Okay. Um, the silver from the congregation that was donated by the congregation... 100 talents and 1,775 shekels. Okay. The congregation being what? All the Israelites? Um, 
I don't remember. I don't know. All right. So hold on for one second. I'm sorry. I just remember God killing every firstborn Egyptian male and then being like, yo, we got to get out of Dodge, grab everything real quick, you know, bake some bread, but we ain't got time for, for it to rise. And like, let's leave. They had time to grab all like all this gold and so, I don't understand. No, where you're, you're forgetting. You're forgetting. The Egyptians kind of just gave it to them. Like they didn't have to. Like I think they were like, "Hey, here's some stuff while you're on, on your way out. Get the fuck out. Don't so, let the door hit the no, fucking ass." I don't ass. understand. Then why did they have to flee so quickly? Dude, man, you're trying to recap something that happened like four episodes ago. More than four episodes ago. Oh. It's just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand where they're getting. All of this shit from because it, it it was made to, to dude dude do you know what you, you know what you sound like right now you sound like someone who just sat down on the couch next to someone who's watched the whole series yeah you just sat down at season two finale <laughs> like I'm gonna stop you I got I got I got I got to hit pause on the DVR and explain and go, everything explain to it to you or go season. dude you, could but you I watched you? the whole season and I still don't understand <laughs> you don't remember you understand I don't why. think it's that I remember I think this speaks more to uh, the way this was written and not explained than to like my absent mindedness. I think you're gonna go back and find out, you know, that they. they uh, I I am gonna go back. Yeah. Don't go back. No, I'm gonna go back because I want to know where this gold and silver and all of these adornments came from. Came from the Egyptians, man. They oh, plundered okay. them. All right. Um. All right. And a becca ahead. So I was a becca ahead. Apparently, is a half a shekel, and I was like, is a becca ahead? Or is it a becker per head? And this and is all materials for the tabernacle. Yes, that was used. Okay. So, uh, so a half a shekel for everyone counted in the census. Right? So they took the silver and they made all the bases for the sanctuary and the curtains or anything. Anything that needed a base, they used the silver. Okay. So this is a pretty accurate... And then, you know what? Then they said bronze contributed 70, 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. So there was a ledger. Like this had like why make up this detail if none of this happened? Because the numbers meant something. I mean, I'm not no, I'm not saying that they did make it up. I'm not saying there wasn't a ledger. I mean, there probably wasn't a ledger, but uh the numbers have significance to mm. the people who wrote this. Like all these numbers have some kind of mystical Significance. I don't know what else to explain. All right, if you say so. So now I'm curious is, well, uh, Bezabel? Well, what's your theory, Scott, that, 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 that a ledger existed, that the Israelites fled Egypt, hung out at the foot of Mount Sinai, while this alien communicated with them for a full year? Yeah. This is what you're alleging, that this took place. I'm alleging a ledger. I'm not a yeah. Yes. This, right. So if a ledger happened, then that means that what we're reading is actually occurring. I've said Scott, all along. Do you think this is actually occurring? I've said all along. Yes, I believe these events actually happened. Whether they happened in quite this manner or whatnot, I don't know. Okay. But there's so many details. Okay. That why would like who made up this boring story? There's it, so like, many details. 
Dude, man. There's a lot of details in Harry Potter. It doesn't mean that Harry Potter happened. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter has enough details for like oh. eight movies that oh are like God. three hours each. Yeah. So Lord of the Rings, man. I gave up reading some of Yeah, those, I mean. So many details. Yeah. But there were details about like describing the environment. Like this is. Why would it? Wait a minute. It's all like allegorical and it's all meant I, I to what, like. I see what you said there. What? Because I was saying, well, who would be interested in like financial details like this? <laughs> and now you're saying who? These people are interested in financial details, huh? I didn't say why any you, of that. Why are these people so interested in financial <laughs> details for us? any of that. So this is an exciting story for these people, huh? <laughs> huh. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd like to get on the same page at this point. I'm not getting on that page, man. What in your mind, if you had to say percentage wise, what percent would you say you think the events being described in Exodus actually happened? I believe what percentage? Yeah, like what percent? I believe maybe close to 100% of these events happened, but maybe not anything like they're being described. But there was no Exodus. Says you. Says historians. Because because there was no evidence, because there was no written record of it. This is the written record. We've, ta- we've talked about this. This is a textbook. Why isn't there a written record from an actual civilization that existed at that period of time that well, kept written records? When the Egyptians were around, were there any Egyptian records aside from the hieroglyphics we found? Yeah. Oh, they have ledgers. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, of like trades and shit, like farmers trading, like with merchants, like all that existed, yes. Maybe they want to erase the Hebrews from their history. Nope, that didn't happen. Nothing to see here. Okay. It's like, it's, it's like when, you, when you go to Germany and you're like one of them tour buses and they start describing things mm-hmm. and they go from like the 1920s and then they, all of a sudden they're talking about the 1950s and you're like, well, what happened in between? And the guy screams out, nothing happened in between. Everybody was on vacation. Everybody was fine. <laughs> like, that's just left out. So there wasn't, like, a single and Frank amongst, like, the Israelites, the hundreds of thousands of Israelites that, like, wrote a diary or kept a journal or any artifact or, like, anything that could have been, like... Well, that's what this is, probably. Just probably the a, one ledger this is probably, from hundreds of thousands of people. No, this is all the ledgers Wandering in the desert for into 40, one book. Right? Yeah. You said it was written over a bunch of years by a bunch of different people. All right. So, all right. I, I'm not going to argue with you. This is your belief. I'm going to tell you that I think it's, you right. know, it's I think just, it's you, a lot of details. For so the, then when we're having the conversation about <laughs> Moses <laughs> on the mountain, you're literally believing that it's an alien in a spaceship. Right, because if I believe it happened, then you and must I believe. believe God, I must believe. You must believe it's either an alien, Atlantean, Superman, a time traveler, an archaeologist who discovered like an ancient civilization. Shit. Like I got to go all in on that, then, right? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be one of those things, or it's God. Well, since it's not, maybe I start a religion over this, man. What's the religion? Um, who are we uh, worshiping? Yahweh? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> We're not at the end of the story yet. Right. So I see what you're saying, though. But if I'm all in for this, I have to uh, believe. Well, like, you keep I, wanting to move on, but, I, but I, you still haven't reconciled whether or not any of this actually happened. See, right. for me, it's it's simple. No, 
These are just like tales that are being told. It's an origin story. It's the it's like when uh, Rome was founded by two like brothers who were raised by a wolf. Okay, so so when someone's telling their kids this bedtime story, are they like, Papa, please tell us how many more cubits in length the tabernacle was than the tent and blah 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 blah. Like what? Is that that you know why would that be in a story? Because when people okay, have you ever read it like? A Stephen King novel. Yes. So in a Stephen King novel, Stephen King is very specific when he like introduces a character or a character's setting where they are. Like he describes like the size of a room or the shape of a face or the gait of a stride. Well, why? Why would he need to describe any of those things? All right. Because so. they're descriptions, but on top of that, I honestly, from everything that I've read, numbers in the Bible, especially the Old Testament, are extremely significant. All right. Well, until we see some significance of that, is it? Wait, is that a significance revealed in the Bible? Or I don't like think so. Trying to make a paycheck I in think, the 21st century I wants think, to say something about numbers being important. You keep like talking like the Bible exists in a vacuum by itself without uh, with in no context. But the people who lived at the time that the Bible was written, there were other texts that were written and there were other like studies done. And not only that, but there were many books that just weren't included as part of the Bible, right? There are like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of texts written by a bunch of different people over a different amount of time no from the time period that this was written and my point being that the people historians who study the bible also studied the texts that were occurring parallel to when the bible was being written and in let me finish I, i didn't speak i just pointed And in that time that the Bible was being written, there were texts with numbers and the significance matches up. You see, you're making all these faces. You make these claims. Okay, okay, I'm I'm ready to retort. I know. You you were ready to retort before I even said anything. So how about I just shut my mouth and you can fucking talk the whole time. Let's do that. You're going to be like this the rest of the episode? Yes. We're gonna go back to go all ahead. the episodes. We're gonna no, go back go to ahead. all the episodes, and we're gonna see fucko. how many times go you ahead. interrupted no. me, and okay. I did not complain. Go ahead, fucko. F- fucking crybaby. So anyway, so you're saying that this book was put together, probably by scholarly people, that were reading all the text, and they picked like the best of, or the parts that most easily explain the story. Mm, that's not what I'm saying. Hmm. They what? They just put? They just took out the most interesting parts? No. What I'm saying. Are you talking about Exodus or are you talking about the Bible as a whole? I'm talking about what we've read so far. No, what we've read so far. So like Exodus, for example, that was probably written by like, if not one person, like a small group of people like working together over a short period of time. I'm going to tell you this. Whoever wrote the last latter part of Exodus, they were paid by the word. Like they had to like, submit a thousand word essay and they just kept counting and because because they literally repeat the directions. Well, then you're answering your own question about why be so detailed. You're arguing ah, against see, yourself. That's fine. I'm, maybe I maybe I'm discussing with myself. Maybe not everything's an argument, Rusty. Maybe everything's just a discussion with me. 
Maybe it's also possible. You're right, that, Scott. I, that, it's it's my fault. Yeah. I apologize. Yes. Thank you. That's all we, anybody wants uh, to hear. What's the timestamp right now? Twenty six It only took twenty six fifty three to get gaslit this episode. <laughs> no, I gaslitted you earlier about. Oh, did you? I didn't even notice. <laughs> you said these people like details about finances. So I'm trying to. Okay, so I'm trying to like get a serious read on you, and I don't know if you're like fucking around <laughs> or what. You so I'm like you got to be honest. <laughs> Okay, listen, man. This I'm is where the frustration's coming from. Shut the fuck up and let me finish. Okay. Do you believe that the events that we're reading about right now actually happened? Do you believe that the Israelites escaped Egypt? That the Egyptians who followed them were flooded by the fucking river or the sea or whatever? That these people camped out at the base of Mount Sinai while all these instructions were given to them, while a UFO or a time traveler or whatever, everything we've discussed. Do you believe these events happened? You know, when you break it down like that, I kind of sound like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But as of right now, yeah, I'm going with that. All right. So you honestly believe this. Um, uh, Listen, man, I believe something happened <laughs> and you believe it because because they do. describe things in such detail how else like why would they need to do that but then you said the guy's getting paid by the word i'm just saying i'm just i'm just helping you out you're helping me well, out. anybody can say that didn't happen no, right. you know you got to prove a negative man. Right. you got to prove a negative all right so okay so we're gonna continue wait, wait, i have Scott another theory that- i have another theory maybe when they were putting this book together they found blueprints and they made a story around it. That's why a lot of the stories, the, the highly detailed description of how to build something. They found blueprints and they found a ledger and they built a story around that. Who, like uh, the people who wrote this, for example, they or yes, their the society found this. it. Oh, you mean who found them? Oh, I don't know. Right. I don't know who found them. Maybe, maybe the guy was walking through a museum, saw the museum pieces and made a story about it. Right. Okay. Just saying. I don't know. Listen, man, you, at the beginning of this episode, before we started recording, you're like, what are we going to talk about? There's like nothing to talk about in these final episodes. Or, so now, counterpoint, they already like, had they, get back they already had all of this kind of shit set up, like the tabernacle and what it was made out of. And they were like, hmm, we have to come up with a story for like why everything looks the way it looks. Hmm. How about that, Scott? Wouldn't that, isn't that like Occam's razor? You know, you know, see, that's what we're here for. Not for, not for the attacks <laughs> on me personally, not for the frustration, for the dialogue, man. Yeah. Finally, you've contributed to this episode. Okay. <sighs> so are we still on the materials of the tabernacle? <sighs> so, so you did, maybe by your, by, by your uh, yeah. thoughts... Uh-huh. The tabernacle was already there, and somebody just went through with like a like a um, what do you call it uh, a checklist, and like just did like an inventory of like how it was made and everything for no particular reason. No, I'm talking about when Exodus was being written. They already had established like their places of worship. Yeah, so let's move on to Exodus 39, mm-hmm. making the vestments for the priests. Okay, uh, for the priesthood. Priesthood. Sorry, mm-hmm. I couldn't read my own writing. Yeah. So this goes back to this. They they already described this in mm-hmm. excruciating detail that mm-hmm. Aaron and his sons were going to be given. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Either bio suits or space suits. Mm-hmm. 
because they were the only ones that could approach Yahweh. Yeah, they had to wear like special we'll clothing. Go past the line, yeah. Right. Um, but there was something that was that, that was written here, and I didn't want to look it up. They mentioned the rosette of the holy diadem. Mm-hmm. Diadem? Mm-hmm. Do you know what a rosette or a diadem is? Well, I know a rosette of stone. Yeah, I wonder if that's where they got it from. Maybe when we learn the definition of rosette. Okay, we'll, I don't uh, know what a rosette is. And a diadem, D-I-A-D-E-M? No. Holy diadem? A die, like a diameter? Yeah, diadem, diadem, uh, whatever. So you don't know. I don't know. Oh, because you said it like you were going to tell me. You're like, do you know? <laughs> no, I, I was like I, waiting I for I didn't you to tell look, me. I said I didn't want to look it up. I oh, okay. You could, uh, you know. right. No, I didn't look right. that up either. We'll put it I, I really skimmed over like 37, 38, 39. Like, it was just nonsense. All right. So 39, 32, the work completed. The Israelites had done everything that the Lord commanded Moses. One guy did all this. Like literally, one or two guys did all of this. Well, they did all. And what were they doing? Maybe they were he, like, maybe they were foremen, and they like hired like laborers. You know, it is a lot of work. That's what I'm saying. Like, how this must have taken a long time. And I'm just wondering what these other clowns were doing this whole time. Well, I mean, look, when you learn about like Valley Forge and um, you know the crossing of the Delaware River. It's like you're not like really learning about the guy who's like rowing the boat. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, it's right. like George Washington. Right. You don't hear about Joey bitching about the workout. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. So they're running shit basically because they had the skills. Oh, and they did say earlier on that the other people were given skills to facilitate. To, the, right. Yeah, commensurate, okay. commensurate with whatever job was required. Right. They, got, they had to get matrixed in. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did discuss that. Okay. All right. Um, so that gets us to Exodus 40. We were, no, no, we're not there yet. Oh, you were not. You're <laughs> still, okay. You're still on the work completed. Yeah. yeah. Now, now they um, now they bring all this stuff to Moses. And in detail, I'm just going to run real quick. Through. They bring the tabernacle, the tent, the ark, the curtain, the table, the utensils, the bread, the lampstand, the lamps, the oil for the lamps, the altar, the anointing the oil, stand. the incense, <laughs> the screws for the entrance, the screen for the entrance, the bronze altar, the hangings, the pillars, the bases, the vestments. And on and on and on. Basically, everything they just described in detail, they described how they brought them in detail. And then Moses saw that they did well, and they blessed him. They, he blessed the Israelites. Okay. Well, it's better than what he did last episode and killed 3,000 of them, right? Well, in fairness, they, they, were, they got a little naughty. They were worshiping a golden yeah. calf we're gonna, we're gonna talk that about his brother we're, built we're for them. Up. Yeah, yeah. That was his brother? Yeah. Yeah. Now you want to go. Well, now we can do uh, 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 Exodus forty. All right. So now we're on Exodus forty. Um, the tabernacle erected, <laughs> giggity, and its equipment installed. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Uh, so really, uh, we finally get to the the covenant is going to be placed into the ark in this section. So they're actually, so like this is what you've been waiting for, right? I have been waiting for this, but I was a little confused because the Lord says, you will do this. You'll set all this shit up on the first day of the first month forever until your journey's over. First day of the first month of the year. I don't think the Lord says it. I think they, they're telling you, it's basically, it's a year now. Like it's letting you know a year's passed since they've been at the base of the mountain, the Israelites. Right. 
So on the first day of the first week of the first month of the first year, like that's like it's like that kind of right. thing. Right. So they didn't actually build it till the first day they of the first month of the it. second year. Right. Gotcha. Correct. So they completed it. Everything is complete and they're ready to go after about a year of being there. All right. So they, they put it together on year two, day one. Yeah, star day. Yeah, I, I gotta assume that they, they you know, they, they they had to store this stuff between when they actually finished bringing it all to Moses and when day one finally came around, right? Because let's say they let's say they started this January first, okay, but it took them like six months to make all this okay. stuff. So they had to store all this shit for like six months, uh-huh. and then on day one, year two, they put it all together. Do you do you think someone was like, yo, has anybody seen the lampstand? <laughs> Because it's just boxes piled up in the attic. No, you don't think they're like putting everything together as is? Like, what do you think? It's no, they brought it all to Moses, like in pieces. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah. And then you went through that extensive <laughs> <Yes>. list. <laughs> so they had to store it somewhere. I guess I guess it's kind of like the Statue of Liberty, you know? Like, the Statue of Liberty wasn't sent as one, like, massive statue. Right. It was, like, it was sent boxed up and, like, in pieces. And, like, right. you had to assemble that shit. That's, like, the worst kind of <laughs> gift you can give somebody, by the way, you know? It's so, like, here, good luck assembling this shit. Some assembly required. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, but this is a lot of small shit. This had to be hundreds, thousands, maybe of boxes. Yeah. And these people have small attention spans. Yeah. So I don't I can't imagine they packed this efficiently and eh, whatever. So on the first day they need to And by the way, they're not stationary. They're about to be on the move. Right? They're not hanging. Um, so like they've built all this shit. They gotta they're gonna wander the desert. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm getting to the end of this, and I, I'm not really sure like when they decide to actually start wandering. I, I guess you know what? I guess it was. Oh, maybe it is here. So he says, it is uh, here. On the I, first, ha- I have this part like uh, to read." Right, but before you do that, um, on the first day, put everything, build it, put everything in it, consecrate it, make it holy. The altar must be the most holy. So I'm going to. Say I finally figured out what holy means. Sanitized. It's got to be sanitized so it doesn't kill Yahweh. That's what holy means. I like it because the altar must be the most holy because but, that's the most. But I like it if the premises that all of this actually happened and it's not just the funny thought exercise <laughs> that we're discussing. Well. What's the difference? So I, I just want to take a step away from Scott <laughs> and say, I'm really not saying that this is an alien. I'm saying it's an alien if this happened, which it didn't happen. But it's a funny premise to talk about. Scott, it seems <laughs> like, is saying that this actually did happen. <sighs> so why are we talking about shit that didn't happen? So I just want to clarify it. So why are we talking about shit that didn't happen? Because people believe this happened. We could be talking about any fiction, like Fantasy Island, for that matter. Right, but Fantasy Island doesn't have its own religion with, like, fucking currency that says, in Mr. Rourke, we trust on it. Hmm. We decided to do this because we live in basically a Christian country with, like, all these Bible thumpers and Second Amendment fucking Uh, assholes. 
Yeah, and make sure that Aaron and his sons wash themselves and put on their bio slash mm-hmm. spacesuits before they approach the most mm-hmm. holy sanitized altar. Mm-hmm. And then comes the year two day Counterpoint. one. Yep. Have you ever seen American Psycho? I have not. Okay. There's a great scene where he... Is that a movie or a series? It's a movie. It was first... Skinny, a, skinny white guy. First a book, then a movie. It's about the 80s. It's about like 80s like stockbrokers. It's Christian Bale. Okay. You know who Christian Bale is. He was Batman. Yeah, he killed himself, right? No, he's alive. Oh. You're thinking of Heath Ledger. Was he Batman? He was Joker. Oh. So Christian Bale quite, quite the riddle there. plays an 80s like stockbroker who's crazy. And there's a scene where he has like a friend of his or he hires two hookers and he's telling one hooker to like watch the other hookers like pussy like real good <laughs> because he's going to like fuck her, you know, mm-hmm. and like he wants her really clean. Right. It's very possible because we still haven't seen Joshua. Joshua like went into Yahweh, right? Oh, Yahweh had his way with Joshua. And now Joshua's dead. Now we've got Aaron's two sons who he wants super fucking clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe he wants them clean. Not so much he's afraid that they're going to get irradiated. Maybe he wants them super clean. So when he like licks their asshole or whatever he's going to do with them, they're clean. Because they're in the fucking, they're like out in the wilderness. You know what I mean? And he wants to go to town on them. Interesting. You don't want like that stank, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Your it's nose all up in there. <laughs> I don't know if I like the way this is gone. <laughs> so do you think that really happens? <laughs> or it's just a story? I know? hope it happened. <laughs> Look, you have your uh, fantasies. Uh, I have yeah. my fantasies. All right, all right. Okay, so they set the whole shit up. They put the covenant in there. With more excruciating details. It's basically what we said in that episode when they described it in the first place. They're setting up the airlocks, the meeting places, all that crap. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> then we get to the cloud and the glory. So I'm going to read this whole section. Okay. This closes out the book, the book of Exodus. Yay. So, Exodus 40, verse 34. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Mm -hmm. Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud settled upon it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Whenever the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, the Israelites would set out on each stage of their journey. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not set out until the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and fire was in the cloud by night, before the eyes of all the house of Israel at each stage of their journey. Yeah, this, should, this should have been entitled. This is like your uh, more, shining. Uh, more evidence of they were aliens in a space. Sure. And you know what? It's a smaller spaceship. It's like a shuttlecraft. 
Right. When they were on top of Mount Sinai, that mm-hmm. shit was huge. That's not the quite the mothership, but maybe like yeah, it's definitely a larger. It's ship like than an this. RV with like you know a motorcycle or a yeah. car attached to it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And this thing, well, this thing is probably the motorcycle that's landing now. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because the glory of the Lord fills the tabernacle. You mean the big flames that are coming out of the freaking retro rocket? Mm-hmm. That? Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. I Give mean, it. it's very descriptive of, you know, if there was an alien. <sighs> very descriptive of if there was an alien. And the reason they didn't leave. Why while... is he coming down every so often to, f- to eat, right? And to stick fi- his nose into we Aaron's figured, son's we rectums. We haven't figured that out yet because how long since they got these instructions from Mount Sinai to build all this stuff? Mm-hmm. And they actually then the, uh, day one of year two comes around. Right. Like how long? I don't know. I'm did, like, did, like, did Moses get all the instructions? The ship took off. Yeah. They took months to do this. And then when they built it on the day one, the the shuttlecraft landed. I'm going to say it took almost a full year because Moses was on top of the mount. So they arrived at Mount Sinai like a couple of weeks after they fled Egypt. Then Moses went up like the mountain with like the priest. They hung out for a little while. Then God was like, you, Moses, come up here. Oh, and bring Joshua, by the way. I really like Joshua, so bring him up. And then Moses was up there for 40 days. The Israelites went fucking buck wild, right? They had their, like, rituals with, like, their idol. Moses came down after 40 days, saw this, got all pissed off, went back up to God. So let's say it took another 40 days for God to, like, write with his finger on the new, like, stones that Moses made. So let's say, so 80 plus 80 is 160 days. So about half a year. Let's say it took half a year to build all this okay. shit. All right, that's fine. Um, oh, did we mention that they actually put the to- the the tablets in the ark? Yes. Finally? Oh, we did mention that. Okay. Yes. Yay. Yes. I said right. we've been like this is what Scott's been waiting for. Like. Oh yeah. The, yeah. So he puts the, the was, covenant went into into the, into the ark. ark. Right. Yeah. So now that now Raiders of the Lost Ark could be a true story. Correct. All right. So. Maybe the fire in the cloud at night wasn't so much rocket fuel anymore. It's nighttime, but they had like blinky lights. They, and had, they lights had lights on, stuff, sure. You know, sure. which to the like air traffic to, has lights. Which yeah. to Israelites would be fire. Right. You know, they didn't know it was like LEDs or whatever the hell they sure they use. Um, sure, and um, they wouldn't leave while the cloud was there because duh, why would you leave God? And God wasn't done giving you the instruction. So when God left, lifted off. He was like, break all your shit down, mm-hmm. and I'll see you next time. Yeah. So now we know that this hap- he wants him to do this the first day of every year. What? No. The first month, of the first day of the first month of every year, yeah. he does this. No, right? No. Yes. The first month, the first, basically the first day what of the year. What do you have year, written down? I've got first month of the fir- of the first day, the first day of the first month of the second year. Yeah, and that's wh- oh wait, he does this every month. That's how the chapter started. I don't know what that means. He's supposed they're supposed to set this tabernacle up at a set interval. The Lord spoke to Moses on the first day of the first month. You shall set up the tabernacle of the tent of meeting. You shall put it in the Ark of the Covenant, and you shall screen the Ark with the curtain. 
And then he goes on, blah, 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 blah. He's basically telling them on the first day, this and that, that's when you're going to pack up the shit. It doesn't mean like in perpetuity. for. I thought it did. See, I totally thought it was like yearly they were going to No, he's just telling them like on Saturday, we're hitting the road. Not like every Saturday we're going to hit the road. Oh, all right. So we can't, We there's no reason to expect then that... A year, 365 Correct. days from now we're doing this. Okay, I, I just read that. Because, damn, I had a whole theory on that, too. Yeah, what was your theory on that? That if it was really the, the first of every year, mm-hmm. they were stuck in one point in space, and they had to wait for the Earth to come back oh, around. Like geo But not yeah. geostationary, more like uh, heliostationary. Like okay. a certain spot on, around right. the sun, they were stuck. Okay. So, But that doesn't mean shit. Unless, yeah, unless no. this comes like it's going to no. be every year. Yeah. So we're done with Exodus. I mean, yeah. Mm. What are your thoughts? <sighs> okay, I got to say this. To further the whole alien thing, we talk about Mount Olympus was the Greek gods. Why a mountain? Why in that cloud up there on the top of the mountain? Well, there's. I can give you two answers. I can play along with you or I can give you like an actual like, oh, oh, answer. Yeah, give me the actual answer. For real? Close to heaven? Sure. Okay. That's a, that's, right. that's a good theory. Not earthly, like up in the fucking sky. Why Why did the Why did humanity choose that God would be up and not down? Why didn't they look to the earth for God? Because at night, well, the sun, the moon, the stars. Right, and they can actually feel the earth. Like that's like that's like of humanity. That's like corporeal. That's something they could feel. All right. Yeah. Okay. They right. bury people in the earth. You know what I mean? Like it's. Well, maybe they should bury, bury them in the sky and where heaven is. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right. So Mount Ararat. It makes sense that there was a flood. That's where the Noah's Ark would end up on the mountain. So and then the pyramids and Stargate. I don't know, man. But let me tell you this. I I did not like this fucking story, man. I got to tell you. Well, there are two stories here. Like, I feel like the book of Exodus has, like, two distinct parts. Like, the Egyptian part. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the whole wilderness Mount Sinai part. Oh, yeah. It wasn't two parts. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. So, let me break down the first part um, and recap. Yeah, I didn't like that part. <laughs> you don't like that. Part. I don't like. Listen, no, no, no. You mean it wasn't fun? No, it was. Inter- no, it was. An inter- it was a great, interesting read, but I am not a fan of this god, and I'm not a fan of these people. But it's not a god. It's Yahweh. I'm not a fan of Yahweh. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of the people that are following Yahweh at this point. Okay, so Yahweh, it's obvious why you don't like him. Yeah, he's antisocial. He's a narcissist, right? Yeah, we went through all that. Yeah, he's, he sucks. Um, why the people? I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? In the first part, I can't say I dislike the people because they were living under oppression, slavery. You know, I can't. Bl- I really can't, don't think I can blame any group of people that are oppressed for their behavior. You know, we can't just say, oh, they were enslaved 200 years ago. Why don't they just go out and get jobs? Like, no, it's not that fucking right. simple. So I, I can never get mad at an oppressed people. But they're stiff necked. They're stiff necked. They are stubborn. Um, but they had to be. Imagine being under the whip of the Egyptians like for so many years. You right. just had to like, you don't want to look around. You right. just, you just got to But hope I to make it through the day. I feel like they, they obeyed the Egyptians, right? 
I think they took the Egyptians, it seems like, more seriously than they took Yahweh, especially when they were in the wilderness. Um, he gave them a rule, the first rule, thou shall have, like, no other gods before me. And then, like, within a month, they've got, like, a golden calf, and they're, like, doing rituals. So we're going to say that's, that's in part two of Exodus, right? That's the second part. That's in the second yeah, part. Yeah, so I'm going to say during the second part is when I... I, I, I don't like I don't like these people. Right, but during the first part is when Moses was a fucking asshole. Right. Oh, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. And on top of not liking these people, Moses is like the MVP for the worst person in, in the Bible so far, by far. No. Who, who's worse than Moses? Who's worse than Moses? Well, human. What human has been worse than Moses? I didn't like uh, Isaac. Isaac's the guy that lied to no, not Isaac. Um, Israel, okay. Israel, Israel was not Isaac. Israel was Isaac's Is- son. Israel was Abraham. No, Abraham was the father. Isaac was the kid that Abraham was gonna kill. Then Isaac had that one kid that was like a dope that traded away his whole birthright right. for um. Yeah, the guy you were on a team of. Right, and the guy that you were on the team of is who I'm going to say was a piece of shit. I think that's Isaac. Um, I'm, now I can't okay, remember. Okay, so so wh- I can't remember Abraham's kid's name. Okay, did any of these people like kill 4,000 people? Did any of these Jacob, people... Jacob, like- his name is Jacob. Jacob's ladder, remember? As he was, as he was fleeing, after he... S- after he fucking stole his brother's blessing, it wasn't enough that he took the birthright, remember? Yeah, like him and his mom conspired to steal fucking Isaac's blessing on his supposed deathbed, even though he didn't die for like another fucking 80 years. for a long time. These it people. was fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Right. Jacob was kind of a piece of shit. Okay, you know what? And we can we can go all the way back to He wasn't a murderer though. We can go back to Abel and Cain. Like Abel was Abel murdered Cain or vice versa? Cain murdered Abel. Alright, so you can say Cain's an asshole, but he murdered one person. But then you can say, like, I, I'm gonna say that Cain wasn't really an asshole because God like God rejected him for no reason, so by you, the way. So you kill Abel? But there's four people in the whole world. You gotta kill somebody. Right? Well, it's not that you have to kill somebody, but there's only four people in the world, right? And he's really like a child because when there's only four people, how unsophisticated are you? You don't know shit. You know, like we have the benefit of having like media. So like And billions of people as, before us. As dumb as dumb as you are and as little as you know. Right, I'm pointing at Scott. I think they feel it. <laughs> like, you know way more than someone from, like, you know, thousands of years ago because they didn't have access to this. So the more sophisticated you are, the more in control of, like, your feelings and emotions you are. So Cain gives God, like, his vegetables, and God is like, God, God created everything. Yeah. And God was like, fuck off with that. You know, I could see. I'm not saying he's justified in murder, but I can I can see. I can understand. You know, Um, as opposed to generations later where fucking 
Jacob conspires with his mom to like steal his brother's fucking blessing. Blessing. What the fuck is up? He's already got the birthright. <laughs> yeah. He's going He's going to take everything. He, he 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 is a like a like he would become a multi uh, like a multimillionaire billionaire in today's world cuz he's got that kind of like fuck everybody attitude right. I'm going to go for mine. Then so, he but, he also had sons by the way. Speaking of the worst person in the Bible, he had sons who ran through an entire city of circ of freshly circumcised people who had nothing to do with anything. Okay, okay. yeah. And they killed those people. Okay. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Do you remember how? Let's not forget God fucking bombing Sodom. We're not. We're not, we're not we're, I'm talking about humans now. Oh, okay. Well, nobody's going to beat God's Fair. death. Case. All right. Well, then what about Lot's two daughters who got him drunk and then raped him? Again, but it's such a small on a, on a, on a on a planetary scale. It's small potatoes. What about? Uh, Listen, everyone you're describing right now, yeah. at the time they were described, uh-huh. they were the worst person in the Bible. Okay. So you're thinking, it can't get any worse. I'm just saying Moses made it worse. All right. Moses is worse. Why? Okay, he was, a like we said, I think in the last episode, he was he kills the first, he, the first act we right. read him, he kills he, somebody. He steps out of the palace, first day out of the palace. Murders somebody. Murder. And, hide, and tries to hide it. <laughs> right. And, and was obviously seen because they called him out on it later. Um. He was a party to all the firstborns in Egypt being killed. That was part of it. That's what, that sure. Was he was a party to all those plagues and shit. Mm-hmm. He was a party to luring all the uh, Pharaoh's chariot people to their death, mm-hmm. flooding them. And even that's not, I don't even, you know, well, that's you not mean? even so bad. Well, define he was a party. It seemed like Yahweh already had a plan. Okay, all right. So you're right. So I'm just going to say Yahweh had a plan and he kept hardening the heart of the Pharaoh. But I'll tell you what Yahweh didn't do. You remember during the golden calf party? Sure. And God said, I'm going to burn them all, go down and watch it. Right. And he goes, no, no, no. And he convinced him. And you had to remind me that, no, God was down. down. All right, cool. I'm not killing anybody. Yo, he got three, he got three thousand, fucking a thousand people together to murder 3,000 of his own people. Yeah. For no fucking reason. And I was thinking about this. So he recruited a small group of people to attack and kill 3,000 people that did not worship the same God. Sound familiar? Wasn't it Wasn't it like just like 22 years ago, a small group of people got together to kill 3,000 people because we didn't believe in the same God? Hmm. Yeah. So that's why well, I don't Moses think- is the biggest. And Moses... Moses didn't even, like you pointed out, didn't even just kill people that didn't believe in the God and were celebrating the golden calf. He said, go kill your brother, your friend, and your neighbor, each. So most of those people could have been innocent. Moses is a monster. I understand for the Hebrews and the Israelites, he's a savior. He's the greatest guy since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. Do they have sliced bread yet? <laughs> no, it's all unleavened, right? You go to slice, it just breaks into fucking pieces. Bread sucks, man. Do you think they mentioned sliced bread in the Bible? Like, I bet you they didn't have sliced bread. I bet you you had a slice of bread. I think sliced bread refers to like you go and buy the bread sliced already. Nah, I don't think they sliced. They they probably pulled it apart with their mitts. Ah, gross. Yeah, of course. You don't think they had knives? They had knives. They had swords. I'm going to kill people with nothing. But you don't think somebody was like, you know, it would be a cool idea. Like, if we took one of these massive like (laughs) blades. And like made it like hand size, so at home we can like cut up meat. No, nah, they had to have knives instead of cutting limbs. They definitely had knives, and they definitely cut their own bread. Come on, 
Let's be reasonable. Nah, I think I think it was just like a, the bread was round and they just like either. I bet you forget they didn't even rip it apart. They probably took a bite out of it and passed it to the next guy. Gross. Yeah. Duh. Why do you think Yahweh wanted to wash? These people were filthy animals. Gross. All right. So, so I'm going to say right now, Moses not, is the worst human so far. So I'm not opposed to saying Moses is a big piece of shit. But I will say this. I can understand what Moses did. Because there's evidence to oppose... What the Israelites were doing. So the Israelites, in stark contrast to what their instructions were, started worshiping a golden calf, even though they had already seen and heard Yahweh. Right? He inst- like they heard his voice. He made an appearance in front of them. And then he disappeared back up like the mountain. I'm not saying they saw his physical form, but like it it seems like his presence was made known and they heard him. You know what I mean? Like in some way, a physical appearance was made like early on. Mm. So like they should have known better. But you know what? Yahweh didn't exact the vengeance. And, Yahweh, and Yahweh wanted to kill. It seems like he wanted to burn all of them and right. start over. Right. And I could understand. And so Moses, it seems maybe Moses, that's how he saves them. You know, but he saves you, I, them. I pointed that out, and you pointed out to me, no, Yahweh already said, all right, cool, I'm not going to kill everybody. I know, but maybe Moses that wasn't ahead. written about. Hmm. I guess oh. there's two ways of looking at it, right? There's the text, and then there's the subtext. Which is what I dis- we discussed both last time, and now, <laughs> now you're saying that maybe it's possible. I'm just working through, like, Moses being the most evil person. I get it because of the numbers, you know, the sheer numbers. What do you think is worse, raping your father and getting pregnant by him or killing 3,000 maybe innocent people? I think raping your father might be worse. (laughs) I honestly think, like, getting Um, your dad drunk and raping him. Yo, but that's just some hillbilly fucking trash shit that goes on. And really think about that, bro. I don't want to really think about it. Like, think about if you you were given the choice... You know what I'm saying? It's here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Who who was it that got raped? Abraham? No, Lot. Lot. Lot got raped. Yeah. Lot was like I said, Lot wasn't getting no ass anyway. Lot Lot was, had two daughters. Lot was pretending to be asleep, going, Oh God, what's happening? I hope I hope my daughters aren't fucking me right now. Yeah. So I I'm not so sure about any of this, man. Okay. You're not so sure about any of this. <laughs> but, uh, any of it. But I am sure the Levi Strauss guys recruited by Moses were like a, yo, man. Well, look, I think it's safe to say whether or not Moses is the worst person in the Bible so far that we've encountered, I think it's safe to say that almost everyone, every human that the Bible has focused on has been severely flawed for the most part. Abraham was severely flawed. Not Joseph. I don't know. He was flaunting that damn Technicolor dream coat. Joseph, I said for the most part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Israel was severely flawed. Right. That was Jacob. He became Israel. So Abraham, Isaac was flawed. Like it. Like they're all flawed people. 
Well, his earliest childhood memory was his dad raising an axe that cut his head off on the top of a mountain. Well, for whatever reason. So it's almost like this is the ultimate gaslighting like book because these people are put into a position by Yahweh where they're making these horrific choices, right? And then Yahweh's like, all you people are pieces of shit. I'm going to kill you all. Like, I hate you. But, like, all those events only occurred because, like, he's kind of, like, forcing their hand. And so the book's written like people are shit and we need Yahweh to set us straight. Like, that's pretty much like what I'm getting so far from uh, Genesis and Exodus. People are shit, and we need Yahweh, the Lord. You know, in the Bible, it's the Lord to set us, like, to keep us on the path. Hmm. It's through his grace, like, that we are alive and his forgiveness and, you know, all that stuff. All that happy crappy. Um... Okay. Um, huh. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a Moses fan. So what? What are we, what's coming up next? Leviticus. I like that. So hold on. So after um, oh, there's more. Yeah. So so Moses gets out of Egypt, and now we're like at Mount Sinai, and there's like the laws that get passed down, right? Mm-hmm. The, the church gets established pretty much. Uh, they talk about the priesthood, like the establishment of all of that kind of stuff. So, again, there's two ways of looking at it, like the alien way, right? Or the like right the way. historic, through like the historical lens of like the origin story of the creation of the temple or the church and like why the vestments and like, you know. Yeah. Sort of like they're retro conning like their whole religion. I think you had said this last time or one of the times that maybe, you know, we can't blame the humans in the story because Yahweh is so manipulating them. But what if Moses had a part in writing this story and he knew he was a monster? So he made it sound like he was doing Yahweh's work. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, you said like it's a it's it's a narrative to explain how we got to where we got. Yeah, and maybe cleansing like the like you're dude, man, you're nine eleven terrorists, as far as I'm concerned. Even the body count's almost the same. Right, the principles are the same. You worship a different god. Well, I mean, honestly, there's so no- I'm going to kill innocent people at their jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's no modern society that exists or no empire. Or no religion that exists with clean hands. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Moses was a sellout to his own people. I mean, we're in the United States of America. What do you think? Like, our hands are clean? You know? We're not talking about that. That's another podcast. Somebody can talk about it. I'm saying, like, some of the people that we consider heroes of this country. Yeah, we're not talking we're like about Like, mass that. murderers. And Moses is a sellout to his own people. Because yeah. some of those 3,000 people were probably on the sidelines going, yo, this ain't right. They shouldn't be rushing that golden calf. <laughs> Why am I dead? <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't everyone that was like right. it was the it, golden calf. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Leviticus, Levi. Leviticus, Levi. 
So oh. is he like is he like the uh, is he like the evil Levite? Is I, he, I am Leviticus. Leviticus. Of <laughs> I just think it's like focusing on the Levites for some reason, oh, okay. or it was written by the Levites. You know. Oh, I did have another note here that I mean, this is this should have been followed up in uh, Genesis. But you remember Sodom and Gomorrah? No. Yeah, you do. What was that? Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Fire and brimstone. Never heard of it. Oh yeah, you know they were all butt rapey. I remember. They That's always- where a lot. By the way, you want to talk about a piece of shit? That's where a lot took those two strangers into his house, and then like the mob showed up because they wanted to rape the two strangers. And he was like, "Nah, why don't you rape my daughters instead?" And now, in that context, all of a sudden, them raping him in exchange—he doesn't. They don't sound so bad. I mean, they all sound terrible. <laughs> But what if, in all fairness, they did grow up in uh, Sodom, though, right? I, I saw a good good meme. It was a uh, Lot and his two daughters sitting at the dinner table, and, and they salt past past the mom, man, past the mom and Pepper. Yeah. All right. See, do I interrupt your jokes, man? That's, I don't fucking interrupt your jokes. Such a bad dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bad dad joke. Okay, so getting back to the fire and brimstone, because they were just so nasty and butt rapey and dirty. Maybe fire was a metaphor for like raging VD, like their genitals were on That's... fire. Like they got, you know, right. it burned a lot when they when peed. the cloud of God <laughs> descended upon the tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had like fucking uh, what do you call that? Uh, and Aaron's sons were in there. They the had, flames. They had antibiotic resistant gonorrhea. Is what they had. And maybe that's what the cleansing was all about, and like the anointing of the oils. Oh shit! It was a trip to the clinic. Or like it was whoa, whoa, whoa. Pre- preventative like measures. Sodom and Gomorrah were both whorehouses. And they destroyed them after they got all on fire. And the brimstone was them destroying, like knocking down the brothels. Bro, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. That was just like some shit that had VD in it. Like if you ate like the fruit, you were going to get VD. Man, see, no, man. You took it too far. <laughs> Oh, yeah. apple. sorry. <laughs> what apple? So, all right. The fruit had some VD in it. Yeah. That's not how it works, man. How's it works? <laughs> By sitting on a toilet seat when the previous person was infected. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. All right. So what are we doing now, man? I don't know. Um, I guess uh, that's it. Like, we're just going to end abruptly. It feels like, you know, it's like Exodus, man. It's two books down, yeah, Genesis, Exodus, yeah. and we're just going to end it. I wonder if you weren't so nasty to me at the beginning of the episode. Like, yeah. I'd be more inclined to have things to talk about. But now yeah. I'm just getting Maybe. over the hurt. Maybe. Um, I got this thing I could unwrap, but it's only, like, should that be an end of episode? Nah, the beginning yeah, of the nah. Thing? Yeah. Talking about that for a long time. Now. All right. I guess uh, uh, that's it, man. Uh, uh, this, season that's, three, man. That's uh, Exodus. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I, oh, man. There was something I put on the website that... Uh, you were wrong about. Uh, I was wrong about something. Something. It was a fact check. When did you yeah, put it, like it on? Something. I, I don't know. A couple days ago. Maybe yesterday. I don't know when the fuck I did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll see you on the other side. Other side of what? Other side of Leviticus. You were skipping over it. No, I guess we'll see you in Leviticus. <laughs> Wait, wait, what, you're going to know Leviticus? <sighs> Man, you got some fire and brimstone in your pants. <laughs> All right, peace. Peace. <laughs>